Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time for our equestrian chat brought to you by Fiber Fresh. Create natural products with unrivaled levels of nutrients and energy. And well, it's the one and only now time to bring back a segment we really enjoyed doing last year and catch up with one of our top equestrian riders. Thanks to the team at Fiber Fresh who create natural products. In the midst of a summer, it's a busy time to be in the world of dressage as we build towards the Dressage Nationals in March. Team Williamson will surely see a lot see a lot of success there with matriarch Wendy leading the charge. She joins us on the line now. Morning, Wendy. How you doing? <laughs> matriarch, yeah. I guess, I guess that is me. Hello. <laughs> that is you, Wendy. We appreciate your time this morning. How's your summer been? It's all go. Have you had some time to unwind? Uh, not really. Um, yeah, no. It's been a busy summer. Um, well, slash spring slash winter because it's the weather is not your typical um, summer, which makes has been making things a little difficult. And we've had a few shows cancelled and um, postponed in the middle of them due to the weather. So it's been an unusual, unusual season so far. Oh, you've got a partnership with your with your daughter, who at one point was your trainer, as I understand it. What's that dynamic like, and how has the sport helped you grow your relationship? Um, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It's, um, it, it's it's interesting because the mother daughter thing with um, with teaching doesn't go that well, but it seems that the reverse goes quite well. So the daughter mother teaching goes quite well. So. Yeah, I mean, she has obviously watched me um, ride a lot, and um, so her eyes on the ground for me, to, uh, you know, helping me is is amazing. She's, you know, and she doesn't hold back with the punches. You know, she sees it like it is. There's no fluffiness or niceties. She just says, "No, Mum, that looks like shit. You should do this." And so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and they and they they've got that ability. I can handle that. Yeah, Tell that telling ability. me what to do. <laughs> yes, yeah, you can. So, no. <laughs> hey Wendy, um, I see that rain's coming, and I know I was talking to um, a friend of mine up in Northland. They had to cancel their equestrian, big equestrian event up in uh, Kirikiri this weekend. Um, so hopefully we do get some good weather for you going forward. Uh, show jumping and dressage the kind of disciplines where you only improve um, as a rider with age. Um, I wouldn't say you only. Well, I mean, you what you do is you. Um, you improve with experience so the more horses you ride because every horse is different the more that you ride um the better you get so i guess young younger people who um ride a lot of horses um they will get quickly you know better quickly and obviously yeah as you get older um hopefully if you've had the right training you will um continue to get better so yeah it's like a red wine really we improve improve with age until you get to a point where the body sort of doesn't allow you to continue to be flexible and um, mobile and stuff like that. So yeah, I guess there's a, there is a, a, a halt to the progression at some point. <laughs> uh, Wendy, it's Ricardo here. On that, um, 
is what, what sort of training do you do? Because it is quite a taxing sport, you know, piloting an animal that size around the place and, and having to be one with it. So is it a case of the only way to train for that sport is to do that sport or or, or do you hit the gym? Are there, are there things that you do to, to, to stay in that shape that you're able to do this continually at the top level? Yeah, well, it's, it's a bit of both um, because, you know, there's muscle memory that you develop when you're riding and, and the more you ride, the, the more that muscle memory develops. But um, also as you ride, your muscles fatigue. So um, strengthening up the, the muscles that you, you need to to sustain you while you're riding. So I ride for about four hours a day. Um, and by the time you've sort of got to, you know, three and a bit hours, you're starting to fatigue quite badly. Um, so, so, you know, I do... Um, a lot of stuff like Pilates type work, um, so a lot of core, yeah. um, glute strengthening, and yeah, not cycling's really good. Um, yeah, yeah. So those sorts As, of um, activities are really good to sort of help well, keep your keep your strength. Well, that's the rider. Like, if it's fascinating when you see these horses adapt and react and do the movements that they do. So can you just tell us a little bit more about what goes in and how you're able to make these these horses, these beautiful animals, move the way they do when they're in the arena? Yeah, it's quite a complex process. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and it's a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot of time. Um, and it, it takes around about four years for them to get to, you know, from a young broken in horse to get to that top level, to the beginning of the top level. Um, you know, it's like the top level on a lot of sports, you know, you start out and you, get, you kind of get there and then you you improve all the aspects that, you know, give you those extra, um, in this case, um, marks from the judges to... Um, yeah, so you get to Grand Prix and it's, it is a process after that. But the, the process of getting there is, um, is again, like, like I was indicating with the rider, it's suppleness, it's strengthening, um, and it's just teaching the horse to learn to go. So when you watch a, a young horse running around the paddock, it's, you know, it's flying around, but it's mostly on its forehand, um, and its hind legs are kind of flinging around out the back. And so we have to teach the horse to change its balance from its front end to its back end so that it can sit on that as powerful hindquarters and bring its front end up. And that's what, in the trot and the passage and the piaf, makes it look so beautiful because their their shoulders um, lift and become lighter and more um, floaty, I guess. Um, and, uh, yeah, and so... The, and, and, and teach, you know, there's a lot of strength involved in that. It's not just a process of pulling the rein and hoping that they'll sit on the hind leg. It's a very long, as I said, four-year process to get them to that point. Yeah. Well, we all know equestrian isn't a cheap sport. I know, personally, my wife loves horses, and I'm, I've got a sad future ahead of me. But what does the future look like for for equestrian in, in New Zealand? Is the future bright? Well, like we've had such a fantastic run over the years with our equestrian team, particularly at Olympic level and world level. Is the future bright for, for New Zealand equestrian? Yeah, it is, actually. I mean, we are at the bottom of the world, and it's a little tricky, but, you know, our eventers um, have been very successful over many years. Um, we've got quite a lot of international show jumpers that are overseas, and they, um, they've they been doing very well for, for many decades. And, 
I guess the thing is, is that you do kind of need to be um, overseas at some point in your career um, to yeah. to um, get in front of all those sort of international judges and to get yourself the required marks to kind of get to those higher levels. But it, it also is really possible to do it from down here and to compete down here and then travel overseas to those shows. Um, and what we have now, well, when I was a kid, they... You know, dressage and, and our sport dressage wasn't really, you know, it was there was a sport, but you know, it wasn't quite the level that like eventing was. Every every kid learnt to jump, and in pony club they taught you to do eventing, and dressage was sort of a sidekick really. Um, but now, you know, a lot of these young kids are coming out, and that's what they want to do from the age of like ten. They want to be a dressage rider, which is kind of weird and and cool. And so now we've got a lot of young kids coming out um, wanting to do dressage and we've got some very good riders um, and and of course we're breeding really um, international horses um, here in New Zealand so yeah the future's really bright and it's a really um, it's a real a real sport for people that want to um, pursue that it really is but yes it's expensive extremely expensive um, and you know these riders in New Zealand that do it professionally so that's all they do so they ride and then they train other riders um, to make their money um, I didn't do it that way I um, went to university and um, and got into I'm an environmental engineer and um, so I, I pay for my sport via my job <laughs> and um mm. Um, yeah, so you know, finding ways um, of of paying for the sport is you know it's different between riders. Um, yeah, and there's, there's a, I mean, my parents were incredibly supportive um, of me, but um, yeah, I mean, I you know I made my own horses. I didn't sort of have horses bought for me um, that were already trained. So, but there's disadvantages to that. Um, yeah, but it's really all down to kind of how much how much how much fun you've got to, to help with that process. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful, Wendy. We appreciate your time. Um, Team Williamson has got a big year ahead, so we're right behind you on, on ECNZ. We appreciate it, and uh, all the best for the rest of the year. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks a lot.